Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. Free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Hi everybody, it's good to be here. I am going to talk about something I feel like I've talked about probably for the past almost 20 years of my life, uh, and it, it's just, what's the best diet to lose weight? That's just the probably the number one question that I get asked is, um, if I'm really trying to go for weight loss or I'm really trying to go for fat loss, what is the best plan to be on? And... Um, you know, I have a really different approach to dieting. I will have people that will message me and say, uh, well, what's your protocol for fat loss? Uh, what's your protocol to cut me up or to get me cut up? Or uh, how can you put muscle on me? You know, things like that. And um, it's as if they think I just like pull a paper out of a file and I just go uh, right into you know, listing out what I think that they should eat. But at the end of the day, in my personal opinion, there are a lot of diets per se that you could follow, or I guess you could say there's a lot of diet concepts out there that you could follow, paleo being one of them, um, ketogenic diets, uh, carnivore diet, uh, tracking your macro style of diet, uh, vegan diet, um, and I, I wholeheartedly have done every single diet that I just mentioned. I've tracked my macros before. I've done high carb diets. I've done low carb diets. I've done a carnivore diet, which I'm currently doing. Um, I've done paleo, I guess probably for the better part of my life. Um, I've done a vegan diet. I nearly killed myself on a all plant-based uh, protein diet. I took three months and decided I would go strictly plant-based and pretty much almost put myself in the hospital. But I, I learned that as an O blood type, that was not a very good idea. There are certain blood types that really need to eat meat. Uh, and I'm one of them and I nearly killed myself with that plant-based diet. And I've watched other people do the same. So I will say that one of the other diet types could be a blood type diet as well if you wanted to throw a blood type diet out there. Um, so which one do I think is best? Well, it's, it's physically impossible to determine what diet is best 
if you're evaluating it in a in a uh, in a way to where you're you're trying to figure out what's best for everybody, uh, because there just genuinely is no one particular path that's going to be best for everyone. Um, in fact, I can't even tell you how different some people are. Um, and they're and they're all losing weight, right? But they're just doing it differently. Um, my opinion, the best diet for weight loss is the no diet diet. Uh, it's learning and understanding how your body efficiently metabolizes food. What foods does it most effectively metabolize? How are you breaking it down? How are you digesting it? Where are your energy stores after you eat it? Um, are you experiencing allergies? Are you experiencing gut issues? Are you experiencing joint issues? Are you experiencing skin issues? If so, this bank of foods is not the most appropriate bank of foods for you and your body's not breaking that food down. Do I think that a person can lose weight on a carnivore diet? Absolutely, I've just lost 13 pounds in the past six weeks on a carnivore diet, okay? Uh, do I think that a person can lose weight on a vegan diet? Possibly, yes. Like I told you, I did a vegan diet for three months. I think I lost two pounds, uh, but I was really sick and my body was not okay. Um, I've done paleo dieting and uh, have done very well and felt very well. But the reality is, is that if, if just because I'm tracking my macros or just because someone has stated that because I'm this height and I'm this weight and I possess this much muscle tissue doesn't mean that I'm going to do well on a certain percentage of carbs or a certain percentage of protein. Um, I've had plenty of people tell me that I needed to eat 100, 120 grams of protein in a day. But if I do that, I just completely shut down and I swell up horribly. Um, however, I do have females that can do that high amount of protein and they just burn through it like crazy. Everybody is so different. So at, there's really not going to be, number one, any one particular diet that's going to be best for any one particular person. And in fact, one thing that's actually really good sometimes is, is marrying some of them together. Um, this is something that you want to hire a professional to do. That's why as I've been posting uh, regarding the uh, carnivore diet, I've been doing it, but yet in each post I've said, you know, don't just jump into this type of diet because it's, it's not an easy diet to follow. Um, at all, and you actually could really do more damage in your body than you would do than you would do help uh, by doing it wrong. Okay, so examples of that would be a vegan diet, a ketogenic diet, and a carnivore diet. Um, if those diets are done incorrectly, you really could cause yourself more harm than good. Um, so if you're just going to go off of a Pinterest post or a, a muscle magazine um, concept uh, and try to change your plan um, and you're not going to stick with it, you're going to blow, blow it off on the weekend and have too much sugar blow off and have alcohol, you're really putting yourself in a position where you could create fatty liver. Uh, you're putting yourself in a position to where you could uh, really damage the inside of your body and cause more inflammation on the inside of your body.
a ketogenic diet and a carnivore diet is by all means something that you should be working with someone on. You should have them learn and understand, number one, is your body even appropriate for that? And the same holds true with the vegan diet because like I told you, when I did a vegan diet, I felt absolutely horrible on it. I mean, it, it maybe for the first month I felt good on it, but then I went into this serious, serious depletion mode and my body just straight up needed meat and I was actually damaging myself by not having it. So learning that um, weight loss and uh, the ability to control your health through food is not something that we should consider so standard and so basic that we could just do it on our own. We really wanna try to get with someone that very much understands it. But if you wanna know, in my opinion, what the best diet is for weight loss, it's the no diet diet. So what that means is um, figuring out how to create balance within your body, all right? Now that takes time. So when I normally meet with someone, I meet with them for six months. I meet with them for six months for a reason. And so I can't figure out after uh, three weeks what's gonna be the right food for you. It's going to take me time and you're gonna come back and you're gonna tell me how you feel after you eat. You're gonna tell me how your fatigue is. You're gonna tell me how your, how your digestion is. You're gonna tell me how your mental clarity is. Uh, you're gonna tell me if uh, your allergies have improved. You're gonna tell me if you're having any skin responses or any joint responses or any gut responses. So all these things are going to come into play as I'm narrowing down what makes sense uh, for you to do. But as far as being able to gain control and gain balance, one of the first things that you wanna gain control over is your insulin. So insulin is the number one hormone that we need to figure out how to regulate. Because when we regulate insulin, we can regulate almost all of our hormones eventually, but if our insulin levels are off, then our hormones will be thrown all over the place. Most especially our cortisol will be just all over the place. And so in times of the day that you should feel relaxed and you should feel like you're settling down, you might actually feel anxious. And other times of the day when you should be energized and should feel amazing uh, you, and ready to start a day, you might actually feel exhausted, just completely exhausted and you may not have even started your day. This is an imbalance of hormones. Well, if your blood sugar is flying all over the place every day because you're having insulin spikes, because you're just eating a bunch of beans, a bunch of rice, a bunch of peas, um, uh, and, and you're not really getting an adequate amount of fat in to protect your blood sugar, um, and the only protein you're taking in is from carbohydrate sources, it could be very difficult for you to maintain proper blood sugar. There's some people that do just fine with it, but there are a lot of people that don't, all right? So another thing is if you decide to go too low carb and you go at a ketogenic route um, and your body goes into a state of ketosis and then you say, screw this, I don't wanna do this anymore and you blow a bunch of sugar into your body, you can really damage yourself by doing that. And so a lot of times people will say, that uh, when people compete, they'll say that, you know, they damage their metabolism from competing. I don't believe that, to be completely honest with you. 
I think most people damage their metabolism. Now, there's definitely some weird diets out there, right, that will damage a person's metabolism. That, that's the case. And usually when I work with a competitor, I tell them I need a minimum of 20 weeks, um, but I honestly prefer to start with them in an off-season instead of a season. Uh, because the off season matters to me more than anything because I want to teach them about their health and I want to learn about their body and it takes me more than 20 weeks to do that. But the reason that I'm mentioning this is because um, the reality is, is when people damage their metabolism the most is not always when they're dieting, it's what they do when they're done dieting and how they blow the diet and what that actually does to their body when they just literally increase their toxic load by an astronomical amount in a very small amount of time. When you do go on a diet um, and you're really trying to clean up your system, then you reduce that toxic load and your body starts to repair and it starts to heal. But when you load it with a bunch of poisonous ingredients, it can be very, very damaging. So how do you find out what the best diet is for you? The first approach is going to be controlling blood sugar. What plan or what bank of foods is going to help you to control and balance your blood sugar the best? Uh, because again, when you control your blood sugar, you're gonna control hormones. What does it take to be able to control blood sugar? The proper amount of fat, the proper amount of protein, the proper amount of carbs. So of course, the carbs are a fantastic way for you to get energy, to fuel your eyes, fuel your brain. But I eat a carnivore diet every day, so I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that you have to have them to live uh, because I am in ketosis. And so I agree that you don't necessarily have to have them, right? But that doesn't mean that's for everyone. And there are some people that might do terrible on this carnivore diet, especially in A blood type. So we have to figure out what is the best balance. Okay, so what's going to create that best source of balance for you? And it takes time to determine that. Uh, so when you start out, when you're working with someone, what they should be doing is creating a balance in your blood sugar first. They shouldn't be weighing you constantly and chasing after the scale. They should be focusing on how you feel and where your energy is at. Um, controlling blood sugar has a lot more to do with fat and protein than it does with carbs. When you're having a starchy carbohydrate, you really want to make sure that you're balancing that meal with the appropriate amount of fat and the appropriate amount of protein to slow down the absorption of those carbohydrates that you're having. If you're having a meal like that that's void of quality fat and void of protein, then you're definitely going to be in a position to where you're going to spike your insulin. And when you spike your insulin like that, you're opening the door to a lot of inflammation. That is really the, the bare foundation of where inflammation starts is with those uncontrolled blood sugars. So what's the best diet so far? The best diet is no diet. The best diet is balance, blood sugar balance, and determining what it takes to balance your blood sugar and potentially working with someone that can really help you to do that and that really understands what it takes to individualize something per what that person's body is actually telling them. Okay, now, another thing to consider would be your blood type and what your blood type is. 
like I said, as an old blood type, I did terrible on a vegan diet. Um, and doing really well on a carnivore diet. I've always done well on a ketogenic diet. Again, this is just me and this is me as an old blood type. I do have several old blood types that are the same. Uh, what I do poorly on is if you tried to put me on rice and oatmeal, and I, trust me, I've done it. I've done plenty of high carb diets. I will blow up like you stuck a pin in me and pumped. I can re remember when I first worked with Roger for my nutrition for bodybuilding, I went down there with another person each time that I went to powerhouse and the other person would cheat on their food all the time. And so like they would like come out of the meeting like crying because they'd have to confess that they did all this. I literally would follow it to a T because I'm meticulous like that. And he would just look at me like, well, why are you not losing any weight? And I'm like, I really don't know, but I don't feel good. I'm like, I feel very swollen and very uncomfortable and I'm very bloated and I don't really like feeling this way. So if this is what bodybuilding is, I don't know if I wanna do bodybuilding because this is why I was meeting with Roger at the time. And it took us a long time to figure out that I was really having a response to those high carbs that it, it was not a good food for me at all. And so he started doing some elimination dieting with me. This would be many, many, many years ago. Um, and again, that was before knowing that I had Hashimoto's. That was before knowing that I even had hypothyroid. You know, So he's doing his due diligence trying to help me. Meanwhile, I'm in a position to where I'm overreacting to every food that I'm having. So the reality is, is that understanding that the blood type could give you some indications of some things that you should potentially consider avoiding. A B blood type and an O blood type would be the better blood types for a ketogenic diet or for a carnivore diet. The A blood type and potentially the AB blood type, but the A blood type most especially, would certainly be better cases for a plant-based diet, a whole plant-based diet. I'm not trying to suggest that I'm a doctor. I'm just telling you in 20 years of experience in all my studies and certainly in some of the research that I've done from doctors, that's really what's been most effective. Um, understanding that there are responses that your body is going to have to food and realizing that you need to pay attention to these responses is very important. In fact, it's literally crucial to the uh, ability to be able to maintain your weight, um, but also the ability to be able to maintain your health. So if you're in a position to where you really feel like, you know, um, you don't have to pay attention to the fact that you're bloated, you just wanna lose weight, or you don't have to pay attention to the fact that your eczema keeps acting up, you just wanna lose weight, or you don't have to pay attention to the fact that your anxiety is really driving you crazy, you just wanna lose weight. You have to recognize that all of those things are connected and they're interconnected. And so you wanna work with somebody that completely understands that connection to food and that they can say, okay, you may be going a little bit too far on this, not far enough on this, 
and you need to marry these two things together so that you can get the most appropriate balance as possible so that you will not feel tired and hungry after you eat anymore. You won't continue to get headaches. You won't continue to have those skin issues and those gut issues and those joint issues and those allergy issues that you're having because you start to take out those trigger foods and you start to calm your system down, okay? Um, if you do something, know what to do after. All right, so like me right now, I'm doing this carnivore diet, okay? So I'm doing it to try to calm down my immune system. I'm not doing it for weight loss. If there's one thing that you take away from this message all day long, all day long, is that I would not do one of these diets for weight loss. I would do it for a health change. So I would do a carnivore diet or a ketogenic diet because you're trying to change your immune system. You're trying to change your gut. Uh, you're trying to calm your system down a little bit from being hyperactive. Maybe you're trying to calm your brain down because you're having issues with anxiety or issues with depression or issues uh, that you know you just can't seem to get under control. So you take the variety of the foods out and you start kind of making it to where they're not really part of the puzzle that could be causing you issues, okay? So at the end of the day, I would not suggest doing a ketogenic diet or a carnivore diet for weight loss. I really wouldn't. Um, if you are thinking about weight loss, you need to think about balance, balancing your nutrients and cleaning up your ingredients reading everything that you're taking in and making sure that the ingredients are pronounceable and that they're just real food, whole food. And if you're taking in too many ingredients and it's just garbage, then you've got to stop eating those foods because those foods are not, they're not helping you. They're not benefiting you. You're not growing from those foods. You're not, you're not ever, and you're not ever gonna see a change in your health, which you're very likely to see a very small amount of weight loss from that as well. Okay, so let's say you do do one of those diets. Hire someone to help you to figure out what to do after you do one of those diets. If you don't hire someone, you're gonna do that diet, you're gonna lose the weight, and then you're going to put all of it back on. When you go back on your, I'm having french fries two times a week diet, or I'm having a, a glass of wine every night diet. Like you're, you're definitely going to put weight back on. When I do nutrition with someone, I am doing it because my hope is, is that I'm going to teach them how to eat for the rest of their life. You know, they may go through a different season. They may have different challenges that they come up with. And I will adequately provide the, the, the appropriate changes as they go through the years as those things come up. And we'll do follow-ups and we'll make sure that they stay on track. But the reality is, is that I'm not just helping them achieve, achieve a short-term goal, which I've helped a number of people achieve plenty of short-term goals. But the, at the end of the day, I'm helping them to learn to eat for life. Even the bodybuilders that I train for those 20 weeks, they know, they honestly, they don't have a peak week. We, I've, I have never done a peak week with anybody. I don't, I don't do peak week um, because they should look phenomenal all year round. Now, they may not look like they're stage ready all year round, but I feel that they should uh, stay within five to nine, five to eight pounds of that, uh, because if they're not eating a bunch of garbage, poisonous ingredients, there's absolutely no reason why they can't, you know? Uh, so then they should be able to have an off meal every now and again, 
but you can make better choices for those off meals and you can make them with cleaner ingredients instead of going to the outback and getting a deep fried onion ring. You know, I mean, there's just better ways of doing things that don't have to make you so inflamed and so swollen so that when you get into this off season, you basically more or less just feel like you want to lose weight again, you know, because you've had so much junk and so much crap that you're like, oh, I want to diet again because I feel fat. It's like, don't put yourself there. Don't do that. Find a way to balance it better. That's a very, very important thing. Poison in moderation is still poison, okay? So even if you're the fittest fiddle in the, in the, in the group, okay, you couldn't be any more fit than what you are. When you bring poison into your body, I don't care if you do it in a moderate amount, I don't care if it's just an occasional thing, you're still poisoning yourself on the inside. And so it may go away on the scale in a couple of days, it might put you in a position to where uh, you, know, you can still look great, but what is happening to you on the inside has to be a considered factor. Okay, so you've got to take that into consideration and realize that there is a long-term impact on you not making that internal health a priority. So find better ways of making food. Don't inflame your body on the regular. There are healthy ways. I have five cookbooks that I've written. There are healthy ways to make clean food. Maria Emmerich is a great cookbook writer. The Food Babe is a great person to follow. Um, Mark Hyman does a wonderful job. He has good cookbooks. There's a lot out there. Uh, you could look for Whole30 recipes. There's so many things to where you can still get a lot of great ideas and still have creative uh, design for your, for your meal plans. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, really end up being in a position to where uh, you are um, so much healthier than you would be if you were not doing that. So you have to recognize that if you really want to be able to have a specific food, all right, and there's something about that food that has just got, you know, such a control over you that if you don't have it, you can't find peace, you can't find happiness because, you know, you can't stay regimented and you can't stay restricted for the rest of your life. You really got to think about the emphasis that you're putting on food and the control that you're letting food have over you. And how much are you feeding your flesh and, are, are, and how little are you feeding your spirit? That just might be something that you want to take into consideration. Um, you don't have to demonize food, but you do have to recognize that there's poison in food. And the people that jump on the bandwagon of don't demonize food and no one should be demonizing food, I don't want to criticize them, but I'd like to sit with them and say, look, if your daughter ends up with an autoimmune disease when she's 20 years old, part of that came from the garbage that was allowed to be put in her body for the first 20 years of her life. And if you would have really understood the, 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 the backdrop of what that food did on the inside of someone's body, you might have made a different choice for her so that she could have had a different future, right? So I guess I just feel that way about everyone. And so I just can't, no, I, I don't like the idea of demonizing food, but I just can't support food that I 
uh, I know is going to create disease in your body. And I also truly believe in my heart that there is a way to make something in a healthy fashion. And so, you know, some of those people that I mentioned to you, they're very passionate. They have very strong opinions. Maria Emmerich stands strong on certain things. Uh, the food babe, my gosh, she's lobbied so many different companies. Uh, Mark Hyman, they all have very strong opinions. And I think God put that in them, you know. Uh, that, that's what, that's that, that path that God's put them on. And they're serving him in, in communicating that data to you. I'm doing the same. I'm fueled by that passion. I recognize and see people's lives change every single day when they eliminate the poison, right? And so it's not about what diet, it's about how to balance and how to find that healthy balance for you, which may not be the same as your best girlfriend or your husband or your neighbor or even your doctor. Your doctor might suggest a diet that just makes no sense to you. And the reality is, and I've had plenty of doctors tell me this over the years, they spend so little time learning nutrition. So if they're handing out a, an actual diet for you, you really want to ask them, well, what's their backdrop on nutrition? Who did they learn from? And why do they feel like this is the most standard diet? Um, typically, the most standard diet you'll hear from a doctor is the suggested is the Mediterranean diet. I don't disagree with that. I think it's a very well-balanced diet. And in fact, it's kind of the diet that I typically start people on because I feel like it's the lowest histamine and the lowest inflammatory diet. But I don't put people on grains right away because I feel like grains are not always well-received by the body. And I like to lessen that response that people are having. I also don't put people on dairy. So the Mediterranean diet is, is, you know, to some extent agreeable with the no dairy, but not necessarily with the grains. So I typically would have a person start a base in a Mediterranean style diet without the grains. Okay, so pay attention to how you feel. Uh, bad food creates disease. Understand that if you continue to infect your body with poison you are going to get a disease and you have to accept that and instead of just being willing to just jump on any old medication that your doctor is going to give you you've got to be in a position to where you stand up and you say wait a minute I might not even have to take that medication if I don't eat this if I don't do this every week I might not actually have to be on this medication pay attention to what you're doing Try to identify if it really makes sense for you to add the foods that you're adding. Pay attention to how you feel when you're starting something. If you're not feeling even, if you're not feeling balanced hormonally, if your mood is shifting a lot, if your stomach is upset a lot, if you're getting allergies and skin issues and joint issues, this probably isn't the right plan for you. So I'd really, really research and see who you can find that can help you to figure out what that is. Some big concerns and big foods that I would be careful and, and, and foods that I would attempt to eliminate at least in the beginning to try to create that balance would be gluten, dairy, corn, soy, sugar, pork, shellfish, and peanuts. All very high histamine producing foods. So to lower inflammation, we wanna control the blood sugar. 
to lower histamine levels, we want to lower those high histamine producing foods. Now, I love Jocko Willink, and if you have not ever looked him up, I would highly recommend looking him up. It's Willink, W-I-L-L-I-N-K. And I'm going to end this message because the moral, in my opinion, of this was what diet's the best diet? No diet is the best diet. It's understanding your body, figuring out how it's going to metabolize the most efficient, working with a professional, having them balance you appropriately, and understanding that insulin is the number one and first foremost important hormone to balance because it then therefore helps you to balance your brain and it helps you to balance all of your other hormones. But at the end of the day, discipline is the key. Making the right decisions, prepping your food, shopping for the right items. Jocko Willink, W-I-L-L-I-N-K, he uh, has a book called Discipline Equals Freedom. It's a fantastic book. This is the first two pages of the book. I feel like this book reads like a devotional, which I think is fantastic. Uh, you know, you don't have to sit down and read the whole entire thing all at one time. You can sit down and read two pages, walk away, and really get blessed by it. And the first two pages says the way of discipline. People look for the shortcut. They look for the hack. And if you came here looking for that, you won't find it. The shortcut is a lie. The hack doesn't get you there. And if you want to take the easy road, it won't take you to where you want to be. Stronger, smarter, faster, healthier, better, free. To reach goals and overcome obstacles and become the best version of you possible will not happen by itself. It will not happen cutting corners, taking shortcuts, or looking for the easy way. There is no easy way. There is only hard work, late nights, early mornings, practice, rehearsal, repetition, study, sweat, blood, toil, frustration, and discipline. There is discipline. There must be discipline. Discipline, the root of all good qualities, the driver of daily execution, the core principle that overcomes laziness and lethargy, and, ex and excuses. Discipline defeats the infinite excuses that say, not today, not now, I need a rest, I will do it tomorrow. What's the hack? How do you become stronger, smarter, faster, healthier? How do you become better? How do you achieve true freedom? There is only one way, the way of discipline. I completely agree with that. And I've been a personal trainer for a very long time. I've been a nutrition coach for a long time. And I, before I even knew who Jocko Willink is, that was what I taught people. I didn't do the rah-rah, let me be your cheerleader, let me be your motivator. Because what good does it do when I'm not there to motivate you? You have to have principles in place to keep this ball running. And the way I've always felt from a business model standpoint is if I'm sending people out the door looking amazing, but they haven't figured out how to stay amazing and how to keep it amazing, they will actually be the worst form of advertising for my business because they'll walk around showing people they knew how to do it, but they didn't know how to keep it. And that breaks my heart when someone can't stay well and they can't figure out how to create the balance. But it isn't that the plan was wrong and they often will try to blame the plan. Okay, it's the excuses that they used for why they didn't stay on the plan. It's the excuses that they used 
for why they were not committed as an individual. The end of the day, what I've always tried to teach and what I've taught my trainers to teach is discipline. And like Jocko teaches, discipline equals freedom. And it really does. It equals freedom from anxiety. It equals freedom from digestive issues. It equals freedom from brain issues. It can change your life when you set a pattern in place in motion to stay committed to clean eating, to stay committed to your exercise, and to, to, to meet with someone and have them instruct you on how you should eat for the rest of your life. If you really feel like you need help and you want to make changes, that's what I do. I'm a certified health coach. I can help you. I've spent years working with people on their nutrition. I will tell you exactly what to eat, where to buy it from, how to prepare it, what to order when you eat out, what you should do when you travel, what you should be drinking, and any vitamins or minerals that I think that you should be supplementing with. This is part of a six-month program. If you'd like more information on what we do at Integrity Training Systems with our six-month nutrition program, you can take a look at us at integritytraininggroup.com or integritytrainingsystems.com. For more information on how to maybe meet with one of our personal trainers, we offer a free personal fitness assessment where we're going to help you to identify where your personal limitations are, teach you how to foam roll, teach you how to stretch, and teach you any mobility exercises that you need before you get out on the floor and you start exercising. There's absolutely no charge for this assessment. If you would like to get signed up for an assessment, and you can, of course, ask additional questions to the trainer about the nutrition program, you can give us a call at 636-299-2208. I pray that you make the decision today to start following a plan, and that plan would be the path to the best health possible. Stop making excuses for why you can't do it. Stop making excuses for why you didn't do it and how many times you've messed up. Stop living in the past, even if the past is as early as what you ate at lunch. If it's bad, it's bad, okay? Move on. Don't look back anymore. Move forward. What you do for the next meal is what's going to make the biggest impact and the biggest difference. Get to a clean place, okay? And don't worry about what you did yesterday. Worry about what you're going to do going forward. Stop feeding your flesh every day. Stop convincing yourself that you deserve certain foods. Stop convincing yourself that, that the world or life owes you certain foods. If those foods are poisonous, the only thing they're going to do is continue to poison you. So quit convincing yourself of that. Feed your faith. Don't feed your flesh. God will give you exactly what you need to make it through every single day of a health journey. That doesn't mean it will be easy. That means he will give you exactly what you need to make it through every single day of a health journey. And if he is in it with you, you cannot lose. You cannot lose, okay? So put your faith in it as well. And if there's something that I can help you with, it would be my great pleasure to do so. Thank you all for listening and God bless you. Have a wonderful night.